the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. There we go. A little better than the answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons. Dr. Calvin Finch, you're ready to talk gardening with you. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call. And Millburgers is the place to go. If you have not gotten your tree yet, maybe you've walked into another place <laughs> and you've gone, eh, those trees don't look that good. <laughs> you need to come on over here to Millburgers. A uh, great selection and uh, a lot of great trees. Uh, uh, they, they take care of them during the process, so they last longer. Uh, and and they follow Milton's regime of uh, keeping the <laughs> butts clean and, uh, and wet. Wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember that, day. I remember you saying it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I'm going to try. I'll You're going to try. I'll man. give you a couple ways to do that. Calvin's article inspired me. Yeah. Uh, on Christmas gifts, Christmas gardening gifts. So if you have a uh, an idea or the best Christmas, we'll do it this way, the best Christmas gardening gift you got was and call us at 210-308-8867 it may just be a story uh maybe that's what makes it you know you got a rake but you know it it was something that you really wanted or they got uh, a fifth of whiskey and they're still still in the rehab or no that's not a gardening gift is it do gardeners need a fifth of whiskey just to get by well, I've heard some pretty good excuses for justifying that. <laughs> okay, well, uh, if that's your favorite gardening gift, 210-308-8867. Our weather this year is probably a good This one. weather is weird. All right, let me go see what the weather is going to be because it's supposed to, it was supposed to have rained to, yeah, to 10. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, now uh, they're saying later today. Yeah, let's oh. see. Let's see if it's while we're here. I hope I get that two-tenths. <laughs> I'm banking on the two. Did you put the windows down? <laughs> yeah, they're down. The windows are down. Yeah. All right, come on, rain. <laughs> the uh, let's see. <laughs> I got excited because no, I, I think I think my uh, I see my uh, bluegrass. My bluegrass has come up. I know that the boy, the rescue grass, is, <laughs> and it looks good. I yeah, mean, it's, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Because there was not nothing yeah. to compete with it, yeah, yeah. and it coming up so even. <laughs> it's at the the bright green. Yes. Oh man, uh, lush <laughs> green. There's a, we have some in our neighborhood, but there's a little hill over here, and it's like, what the heck is that? Yeah. And how do we get it? And uh, I bet it's the same thing. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. It's uh, 
I was going to try to compare it to some. looking, it's bluegrass. Maybe. Oh, maybe so. Maybe bluegrass. But yeah, it's sort of a yellowish green. Maybe, yeah, but, yeah, that's but not yellowish green. That's no, that's not no. right. Then it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's green, a, but a light green. How's that? But if, yeah, that if could be. You, you, it's you not St. Augustine green. No, no, that could be uh, your bluegrass. It's too. not broccoli green. <laughs> but uh, what's pretty is, uh, you know, I I never water down the, down the hill there, and. Uh, of course, my uh, uh, Turk's cap went, dor- went dormant during the extreme heat and dry, mm-hmm. but the plants were still alive, of course. And now that uh, 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 blue gr- the uh, Turk's cap Turk's cap is blooming profuse well at the top profusely. Yeah. And uh, it's surrounded. The bed is surrounded by bluegrass. Did you? So it's got uh, green grass in front of the blooming turkey. Have you seen more? I had a couple of inquiries about where are the hummingbirds, and I had this <laughs> oh. long, elaborate story about. It's hard to know where they were, and of course, immediately the next the next day there were two new hummingbirds <laughs> in there. Have you seen hummingbirds in, in uh, those Turks cap? Uh, uh, they usually really attract. Yeah, yeah, they really like that. <laughs> uh, the guy just hugged the tree. That's he what did. I he at. cares. <laughs> the but, tree doesn't talk anymore. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, I think I think Trace got angry. The tree was just talking and talking and talking. Uh, and <laughs> it's like oh, I'm okay. How you doing today? Yeah, what did you get? No, what are you? It's like okay, tree. Yeah, we've we've heard enough. <laughs> yeah. Right. He, so, he, what did Calvin he, suggest he, he for gift giving? Neutered, neutered it. Neutered it. Neutered it. <laughs> oh, you know what? And someone got those last week, and I was like, "Are those strawberries?" Yeah, a lot of them there. Yeah. And they're uh, they're for I guess they're for sale. Four and a half inch. Pop. I think they may be on sale. Regular. Yeah, they are. Four and a half inch pot regularly three ninety nine. That's right at four dollars. Almost, but not quite. Uh, sell three for ten dollars. It's a good deal. Three thirty three. Three thirty three each. Three thirty. One of them's going to be three thirty four. Trace usually makes it easy on me, you know. I know, but you know he's got to challenge you a little bit. <laughs> How are you going to grow? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Is it, is it too late well, for you to grow? It's like his yeah, uh, right. annual bluegrass, yeah, yeah. <laughs> predictably. Okay. And uh, I, don't, I don't know if Trace wanted to. Oh, by the way, the strawberries, I checked them out. They're beautiful. Uh, and they're of the Chandler variety. Is that good? That's one the of the o- older varieties. Oh. And uh, it holds up. The fruit holds up pretty good after it's harvested. Of course, people eat it after it's harvested. Yeah. But uh, Chandler's been an old mainstay uh, for as long as I've been here, 40 years. Uh, but uh, it, 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 it won first place in Poteet uh, several times uh-huh. until these new ones came out. But uh, I, I imagine that's all the transplants they could get. Now, we usually talk about uh, planting strawberry transplants in September uh, to give them time to establish a root system so they'll bloom 
bloom and have fruit in uh, April when the Portage Strawberry Festival is. Uh, but these uh, obviously are late. It's deep season at summer. So uh, you can plant these in, in the containers or in... Uh, They're very attractive in plants. A, yeah, in a garden right now, area yeah. that gets full sun. Now we used to, I used to, rec we used to recommend uh, to remove the blooms, the first blooms that come on the plant. Right. No, what? No more. Not, not with these. Oh. And uh, the, they'll be blooming <laughs> when we, you would normally be harvesting. So just let the blooms. Uh, they're in four and a half inch containers. So they've got a pretty well established root system. Um, uh, you want? I would say you need to water those things uh, with a water-soluble fertilizer, okay. like Miracle Grow, every time you water. All right. Because they they've been watered every time they watered, they've been fertilized, and uh, that'll that'll make the plant grow as much as it can before it has to mature fruit. I didn't see any blooms on those, but uh, they, they would definitely be blooming uh, by ja February, January, February. So, uh, and the they won't freeze. These terrible, cool, cold weather that we're going to have. Now, right, Calvin? Did you write that down? Oh. Uh, <laughs> that quote that Let's see. <laughs> it's going to be cool today, high near 78. Yeah, yeah. close to 80. They, they won't freeze today. They won't freeze today. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right, tonight, thunderstorms and showers likely. Whoa, you're going to like this. Low around 63. Calm winds becoming north by northeast uh -oh. around 5. What? That's good, north and northeast. Okay. Chance of precipitation tonight, 80%. I think I felt it raining right yeah. now. Did you feel those did drops? It, did it give the amount? <laughs> New rainfall amounts between a quarter of an inch oh, and yeah. a half an inch. Oh. What? That's good. No. Why isn't that good? terrible. Why is that terrible? <laughs> Ask the people that live around uh, Medina Lake, okay? How, well, I know how they, they need feel more, about right? a quarter of an inch. Well, I understand that, but if if you give them a, if you have two gifts in your hand, yeah, one is nothing, and the other is a quarter of an inch of rain, and they, gonna, they not... both do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know, but anyway. I, I'd like the quarter of an inch of rain. Yeah, okay. Well, well, that's that's probably. On the high side of what we're going to get. Oh, okay. We'll, now, we'll see. We'll be back here tomorrow. And, you know, we'll... we'll when's the rain coming in? Tonight. I thought it was Monday or Tuesday. Tonight, it says. This is the this is your government okay. telling you. Well, I certainly believe you. Now, Sunday night, patchy fog after 3 a.m. I don't see rain. Monday, foggy. It's real foggy. It's been real foggy lately. Tuesday, 20% chance of showers. Yeah, and that's all. Stop it. <laughs> so tonight, You're getting everybody wet. So tonight, it's supposed to be that big rain. Right? Tonight's the big rain. All so right. keep your windows down tonight, Jerry. Right. Okay. Did, they, did they say 
What time? Okay. okay. Did they? Did they say? They didn't say storms or. It says thunderstorms or showers. Oh my goodness! You want me to check? I'm, I'll check I'm, another site if you want me to. I've 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 better roll my windows up tonight. No, <laughs> no. It seems to rain better when you don't. If it rains in my tra- in that truck. Jeremy's gonna kill me. Well, what happened to? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, all right. If you're a believer, that's okay. good. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go look on weather the Weather Channel and okay. see what they say. Uh, I'm looking at Calvin's articles. Right. And um, he 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 starts out. Okay. How do you start out, Calvin? With an article. I mean, the first paragraph says, "One of the easiest and best holiday gifts for gardeners are gift certificates to their favorite nursery." You will determine the value, and the gardener decides the ultimate gift. Well, I was looking on the sale items. Right. And that's kind of one of the ones on the sale item. Now, you know, y'all gave me a lot of trouble about uh, the angel tree for for needy uh, seniors. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a senior. But you got to go down. I'm needy. You're going to have to apply for it. <laughs> okay. No, I don't. You don't? Because our, our listeners can get a gardener's gift certificate from uh, Millburgers gift cards for any denomination. Denomination. Isn't that a... It's one of them fancy words for amount. Oh, okay. Order by That's, phone. It's not like a religious thing. Or where you belong to. I belong to the denomination. Yeah, of five, yeah. That's of, what I was. Of tens and twenties. That's the <laughs> denomination you belong to. <laughs> okay, that's what I was so, going through in my mind. Okay, that denomination. I figured. Uh, but you know, a lot of times people wanted to come up and put my name on the angel tree. Did they? But name, lot, name three. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Oh, I was overwhelmed with. Uh-huh. Uh, Can't even remember all the people. <laughs> the, uh, but a lot of our listeners are elderly. In the elderly category, and uh, they can't come up here. They can't drive up here. Mm-hmm. Can't get a ride. No, I know here. where you're going with this. So. If you if you feel guilty about not not putting me on the angel tree, don't <laughs> just stop right now. You don't feel guilty. O- you can order by phone two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Now, if you uh, the other way to uh, it's the angel tree is already yeah the angel tree is gone. I don't know. All right, but the uh, starting at ten dollars. Yeah, that's a good way to going do going up to a thousand gifts. Uh, Millburgers will mail it out. Yeah, and we, uh, we will send the card in the mail. Yeah, so you. I, I don't know what's the cutoff date on that. I don't know. Okay, we can ask. Them. All right, let me. Uh, so, 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 so ma- they mail me the are card. You, are you through with your pathetic begging? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I know there's a lot of people uh-huh. that really All right. want to get us well, gifts. Uh-huh. I, I, okay. 210-308-8867. Looking at weather.com. 
Now, weather.com doesn't give the amounts, but they do give. That's good. Uh, 8 p.m., 20 percent. 9 p.m., 45 percent. 55 percent at 10. Sixty oh, percent at 11. And then it kind of goes, it stays in that 60 range all the way, wow, until about 6 a.m. And then it's in the, the 40s. But it doesn't tell me how, how much rain. Let's see. Hang on. I'll tell you how much rain. Don't. <laughs> I'm already wet. <laughs> You've already told me once. All right. Let's see if I can find the forecast for the, uh, for the weekend forecast. All right. 210-308-8867. Richard is on the line. 210-308-8867. Richard, how you doing today? Not bad. I called last week about growing grapes for the leaves. Yeah, particularly yeah, 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 yeah. So I managed to get a book that's been sitting on my shelf for about 18 years, and then I went to the pickle <laughs> recipe. And it says I could use grape leaves, bay leaves, or oak leaves. Oh, And the geez. reason behind it is for the tannins in them. Yeah, right, yeah. And, uh... I'm going to channel or do my best Manuel Flores impersonation. I have a Quirkers Buckley eye in my backyard. Look at you. Oh, man. Is that my question is, <laughs> is there a difference between the amount of tannins in green leaves versus dry leaves? Uh, yes. In green leaves, there are more tannins. Okay. And uh, let's see. You said you had a, a selection between bay leaf and gri- oak leaf and what else? Grape leaves. Grape leaves. Grape leaves. And you don't have grape grapes, do you? I don't, but there's some neighbors who's uh, my my tree's already bare, but I noticed I got some neighbors that still have some green leaves on theirs. Okay. Well, uh, and the- I guess oak would be most most reliable. What about or, uh, accessible? Okay, and you have so, you have cor- Corpus Buckeyes, what? <laughs> Corpus Buckleyi, Buckleyi, which is a, which is a red oak. William I mean, Buckleyi, I believe. I mean, yeah, I'm not trying yeah, to brag on right, my knowledge right. of that, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, you can try the oak leaves. All right, uh, thank you much. You can't get, uh, if you can't. Okay. okay. I think we. I think Richard was is moving on. Yeah. Is one bad joke too many for Richard? <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We didn't get to ask him about his, his uh, favorite gardening gift. So if you've got one, call us. Yeah, that number is 210-497. What? What are you doing now? 3760. For, no, that's the nursery. Yeah, for my uh, gift cards. No, don't. Uh, you know, <laughs> All right. Uh, Those gift cards here. are going to be pouring in here, man. Uh-huh. 210-308-8867. That's the phone call. 8867. That's for your ideas. Hey, one one idea <laughs> is the uh, tree hugger sprinkler. All right. Because uh, maybe you've noticed it's a little dry, and even though I'm mentioning rain, oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure that Jerry will still say tomorrow yeah. it's not enough. If you've got a newly planted <laughs> tree, you need to... To guard it and make sure it's doing well. Well, you can come to Millburg. For how long? Um, I don't remember. How long? Two years. Two years? Okay. And how often? Uh, Depends on the rain? uh, Around uh, two, two, uh, maybe uh, 20 hours, uh, 12 hours. Let's say 12 hours uh, uh, on your watering day. All right. If you don't have a tree hugger sprinkler, 
you just put the water hose out there. Yeah. And, uh, but, or, uh, but you'll want the tree hugger because it makes sprinkler. it so easy. Oh, yeah. First off, the tree hugger sprinkler has a hinge on it. It's hard plastic. has a hinge on it so you can open it up. And then you can wrap it or hug Ooh. the tree, 7-inch, 11-inch, and 15-inch. And then you just turn it on a little bit, and that water goes right down there to the root ball and makes it very, very happy. So it's super efficient. Yeah, uh, and really does a great job there. Uh, uh, and um, you can see them on PlantAnswers. Yeah, you can see it on working. Write-ups. Yep. So come find it here at Millburgers. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, Millburgers and H E B. Three different sizes: seven, eleven, and fifteen inch. And you'll, uh, if you keep buy it for yourself and then give one as a gift, there uh, you and go. the person you give it to will appreciate it too. Especially if you're going to get somebody a new tree. And I know we have a lot of people that get citrus as a gift. Adding the tree hugger sprinkler would help ensure that it did well. Yeah, new new shrubs too. Yeah, that's a good one. People planting shrubs, you might want to use a. Oh, Calvin's writing us a check. Oh, thank you, Calvin. Calvin's going to go get you a gift card right now. I knew he was going to come around. So you were saying what now about the? uh... (laughs) Anyway, if you got a bunch of shrubs. Yeah. Uh, well, hang on to that thought a sec. Let's take a quick break. we got to take a break and come back in a moment. We'll tell you what to do if you've got a bunch of shrubs. More of <laughs> Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Than any other time of the year There's something about Christmas time Lovers want to be near Maybe it's just December And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. And uh, your calls, calls 210-308-8867. People have been coming by and admiring Calvin's veggies. Uh, well, they really do look good. I mean, that she was very impressed by her cabbage. Oh, she liked the cauliflower. The I'm most. sorry, the cauliflower. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the tatumas here. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm you're going to give me the tatuma? Is that what you said? Oh, sure. Oh, good. Thank you. I'm just, you don't have to. <laughs> if, if, but that'll be fun. Yeah, just to see if you can figure out, see how it works in some of your normal okay. uh, uh, recipes for summer squash. Yeah. There you go. Laura will know. Tastes, what to, to me, it tastes the same. But Laura yeah. will know what to do with it. I, I will not. I always thought uh, that was a uh, squash used. I always thought it was uh, yellow or zucchini yeah. used in uh, Mexican cooking. Well, but... When Shir- uh, Shirley Johnson, uh, how's she doing? I I don't know. <laughs> she never has looked real healthy. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Shirley's going to come over here and pop you again. <laughs> no, she's doing her best to stay away from. Uh, is that the deal? Okay. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, when she did that uh, hottest food, hottest food growing, or something like that, that we talked about peppers and and things like that. And she did Mex- some Mexican recipes, and uh, that—that's uh, uh, where we got uh, got the uh, jalapenos, the uh, how to how to pickle 
jalapenos. And uh, the funny thing about it is, you know, pe people uh, are uh, organizations buy jalapenos in, the, in gallon jugs, uh, like at churches and whatever, and then they put them in uh, smaller containers. But uh, uh, we, we, we never had uh, figured out how to make a small uh, quantity of, of uh, hot jalapenos or mild jalapenos. Oh, okay. And so uh, we got Al Wagner, uh, the food technologist person, over at the college station to uh, figure it out for us, to figure out a recipe for a mild jalapeno. And, uh, and uh, during that uh, research, uh, Shirley found that they don't use uh, zucchini and uh, uh, yellow squash in Mexican food, calabaza, calabacita, is that right? That's what squash is. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, they use tatumas. Huh. They use tatumas. So is it too late to plant tatuma since we're getting everybody excited yes. about it? Yes. Okay. When is oh, oh, never mind. I have a gift for you coming, too. Oh, my goodness. But I'll have to pick it up tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. It's something that came all the way from Alabama. Okay. It better be what I'm thinking it is. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So I'm curious about the tannin thing. <laughs> so... Uh, tannin, if you use tannins. Right. So, what do you mention? Grapes? Yeah. And do grapes have tannins? Yeah, the leaves. The leaves do. Okay. Why do some leaves have tannins and some don't? It's a God thing. Okay. Is, uh. it, is it a... <laughs> and so, he mentioned oak. Yeah. Grape and bay leaves. Okay. Yeah. And... Uh, Which are three... Like, there's, a lot, lot so of, there's a lot of leaves that have tannins in them. And, I was uh, wondering if pecans, since yeah, we talk about developers' yeah, leaves have yeah. tannins. The nut does. That's why you wash them. Right. What else says, <laughs> what, what else, if you were, if he just called you and said, I need leaves with tannins, what do you suggest? Grapes. Grape leaves. <laughs> yeah. okay, you're kind I'm of an cheap. expert on this. Other than what he suggested. <laughs> uh, Almost any leaf really? has tannins. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So maybe uh, the ones he mentioned just have more. Or? Yeah, yeah, uh, they have more, and I get—I don't know if tannins taste different, or you know, have different taste, or not. But uh, uh, pecan, actually, the—you know—we talk about washing pecans before you yeah, use to them. Yeah, wash the tannins off. That's the washing, bitterness. Yeah, the bitter—that's the bitterness. So if you had to guess, guys, why do you think that since it's a God thing? That God put tannins in leaves. Is Why? it to make them less appealing for well peop, uh, animals too. to eat? Or yeah, that too. Does it is it protection? Is it make the leaf stronger? Uh, what uh, do tannins do besides keep pickles crisp? <laughs> All right, if you know what tannins uh. do, call us. <laughs> Dennis. We're counting on you. What's the purpose of tannins in leaves? Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Do you have a but, guess? You're, I think you're staring at me. 
Oh, I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to uh, think of a Chemical reason why there wouldn't be tannins. The you know just no, the, the, combina- the combination of chemicals in a a plant all together have a have about oh I don't know how many. 25, 30, 40 functions. Yeah. Oh, okay. So tannins. Oh, so tannins could be part of the energy conversion process? Yeah. Oh. And they might be, I don't know that this is true, but they, um, almost every leaf might have a little bit of tannin yeah, in there. Yeah, and, right. I'd and like some right. d- don't develop their capacity, full tannins until they've then dried off and fallen off the tree. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so it's a, but it's uh it does have a the 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 the, re, the reason, the most recognizable reason, or the most the reason we talk about it is that they uh, they help help the plant uh, do battle. It's not a good wor- word, but uh, <laughs> <Fend off. laughs> to, to uh, compete compete with other other plants for the same same yeah. habitat. Or oh, okay, yeah, nutrients, yeah. All right, you're listening to Tannen Talk on uh, 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. It's Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Lots of great trees here. Cannot emphasize this enough. If you have not gotten your tree yet, zip on by Millburgers and come check out the selection. Of, yeah, uh, look at the uh, CPS so. a rebate is back in place. Oh, I was talking about the Christmas trees, but no, oh. you're right. No, go, go, go with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, lots of selection on that CPS rebate. And uh, I think generally you come pretty close to the price of the tree with a $50 rebate, don't you? It's a, it's a, it's not, yeah, you depend, get a, it, it depends it on be the pretty, size. Yeah. That, that uh, if you, it's an inch or inch and a quarter diameter, that's, uh, I think about $69 is what the trees cost. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people walk out with uh, wreaths yeah, and the, garlands. The, yeah, the fresh-cut wreaths. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, the fragrance is Yeah, that's cool. neat. <laughs> and uh, you, can't, you can't really water a wreath or a garland. I mean, unless you just spray the foliage. Right. Well, if you got it on inside on a fireplace or something, you can't. Spray it with water inside. Well, I guess you can mist it. You oh. can mist it. But but another another reason to uh, uh, another reason to uh, uh, that you can do with uh, wreaths and garlands is uh, you get some of this uh, cloud cover mm-hmm. that we have left over. It's it's not no longer being manufactured. Trey says. So, uh, but he still has some. But he sell, still yeah. has some, and it's at a good price. And what that does is, uh, is it basically seals the pores of the of the needle of the of, of the leaves, needles, whatever, and uh, keeps them from drying out. So it keeps them fresh looking for longer. You know, as long as we're talking about trees. Um David Rodriguez and his uh, team, the Extension Service, and all the arborists uh, related to the the city and Forest Service, they've got a big uh, tree management workshop uh, plan for uh, 
January 19th. Okay. Yeah, and it's uh, Oak Wilt and more. Oh, oh good. Lord. All day. Here they come. <laughs> People so, worried but, about know, Oak Wilt. Bartlett Trees is involved, and, of course, the city of San Antonio and and all, all of the uh, Forest Service agencies. So that that that's uh, it's at the Botanical Gardens, Betty Kelso Center. Is that something new over there, Betty Kelso Center? You recognize that, that? Is that Betty? I mean, uh, is that our Betty? No, no, uh, maybe so. I you, don't know. You that, know she passed yeah. away. But but anyhow, if you want more information, uh, go to uh, the uh, the Botanical Garden website. Or to the Extension Service website, Bartlett Trees is a partner in it too. So, the uh, yeah. lots of folks. Yeah, now's a good time to collect trees, leaves from trees that you think may have oak wilt, because they're they're colorful leaves. I mean, they're striped leaves. Yeah. The true true oak wilt leaves. So uh, before they dry up too much more, uh, go out and collect the, the leaves that you think are from oak wilt trees. Or you could bring the tree in, you know, in the back of your truck. They're confusing me. I uh, know. All right, so how do they register for that again? Um, I, I, would, I think that the, the best thing is to go to... Uh, the uh, Texas A and M AgriLife Extension Service website, uh, but I, I think if you go to any of these co-sponsors, right, you'll get you'll eventually get you'll get to the right place to register. In fact, okay. uh, the the program is on uh, January nineteenth, eight a.m. to four thirty p.m. called Oak Wilt and More. <laughs> All right. And that's actually, I mean, we, we kind of touched on this, um, for people who are new to San Antonio, uh, this would be a good thing to... Uh, well, and the, and the, uh, the agenda is, is uh, about, you know, the, as they, they stated, oak wilt and more. It looks like about half concentrates on the oak wilt disease, yeah. but the other half is common pests of trees in the landscape. Tree diversity, uh, uh, common pests. Uh, uh, trees the speakers. Keep, keeping trees healthy, and uh, some of our uh, favorite uh, presenters are there. In, in, in addition to David, uh, David Apple. You remember David? Oh Apple? yeah, yeah. He's he was uh, the, the leader on the yeah. Oakville uh, research. He's re- he's retired. So that would be I don't interesting. Guess he's and then our. Uh, our entomologist, uh, Molly Kex, in there. Yeah, Molly. yeah, yeah. Hey, Molly. She's talking about insects. So good. It uh, sounds like a good program. Sixty. Uh, it looks like it's sixty-five dollars for the program. Yep. All right. Is it on? Going to be online or no? No, it's uh, it's at the botanical garden. Okay. At, at the Betty Kelso Center. Betty. All right. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and I'm told that uh, the um, the Betty Kelso Center is the old main building. Okay. Okay. 
This is the what? Old main building. Oh, really? All right. Even older than us? <laughs> uh, he doesn't say. That lady I'm thinking about that passed away, it was Paul's yeah. buddy. Uh, well, what was Betty's last name? Betty, I, I had it. That'll be another thing to, <laughs> to haunt us. We won't be able to remember. Hughes. Last time we were Her at... Her last name was Hughes. Betty Hughes. Okay. Yes, you're right. That's so this, uh, this person, Mark, said, Jerry is correct. Tannins fend off pest. Calvin is correct. They accumulate tannins after they fall. Yay. So he doesn't want the fresh leaves then. If they accumulate tannins. Well, <laughs> they don't accumulate them because the tannins are made by the tree. And it do- but now uh, they're maybe concentrated. I'll, be, I'll be and, bet you, too, that di- different species have different yeah. patterns. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, probably so. Well, Mark, if you want to contribute to Tannin Talk, <laughs> uh, call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I don't see Mark on this agenda. Oh, oh. man, they're missing out. <laughs> I wonder what he did, though. Fan you know, I saw Mark do a presentation. He had sock puppets. He was doing ventriloquism. Uh, <laughs> he was He's great. Uh-huh. I think it's the same, Mark. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I used to I used to be so pleased when he actually made it to a presentation well, on his appointed time. Whoa. Calvin took it to a bad place, Mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's take a break. This place gets ugly. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., The Answer, 210-308-8867. You know, I talk about Spider-Man Pest Control, and uh, uh, I'm going to, you know, we talk about different things they do, but I'm going to read you one of the reviews they have, because I mentioned to go to gospidermanpest.com, but she she sums up, or, or they sum up perfectly, what uh, what I talk about. Great company. They spend the time to find out what your issues are and then address them. Uh, they understand that one size doesn't fit all, and I've been using them since 1994. So that uh, indicates everything, just kind of uh, complements everything I've said, that they take the time to understand the issues. Uh, customers have been using Spider-Man <coughs> termite and pest control, excuse me, for a long, long time. And absolutely love them. So you can, too. Uh, if it's bugging you in the house, check them out. GoSpiderManPest.com. <coughs> Excuse me. Did you say there were 84, 1984? Or? Web of Protection since 1976. Okay. They've been using them okay. since 1994. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866 308 8867. Their phone number, by the way, 210-656-3721 or GoSpiderManPest.com. All right. What you got? Uh-oh, are you it's getting... a, just a spider that's going to bite you. Uh, wouldn't that be interesting? A spider bites. Trace. Uh, 
When you're talking about Spider-Man? That would be a, an odd coincidence. <laughs> he's, he's visiting God right now. Uh, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. You're taking away. You're taking away money from Warren. Uh. <laughs> Never mind. One spider at a time. <laughs> One spider at a time. All right, Trace. What's happening? Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Or after, I guess it's afternoon. It is. It is already going. It is. <laughs> the uh, you got some good stuff out there. We talked about the strawberries, Chandler. Yeah, they were bragging on those. Yeah, that's a. I bought them all. That's a good one. All right. Is that right? I bought them all. <laughs> well, they're beautiful plants. So it took uh, my, my booking that I had fell through, so uh, oh. I saw these and I said, "Ah, you know what? <laughs> I'll take them all." Well, oh, did you? What, what were you booking? Do you remember what variety? I was just happy to book any strawberry, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> That's true. they didn't get the uh, bare-rooted ones, so they couldn't pot them. Okay. Jerry's a little upset about the math involved in figuring out three for ten dollars. Yeah, three thirty-three. Yeah, no. We, <laughs> I said you were trying to push him, encourage him to mathematically grow. <laughs> not, not always do one twenty-five. <laughs> okay, he didn't buy that. Oh, tough on me. Yeah, but uh, anyway, that uh, Calvin got a deal in his this week in the garden. It says there is still time to apply wildflower seed. To areas where the seed can make contact with the soil and receive full sun. It is most effective at germinating uh, if the soil is moist before and shortly after it is spread. Now that's that's probably true for uh, for mo- for the uh, larkspur for sure. That's in the, in those mixes, but planting blue bonnets this late from seed is a problem. Well, the good news is that a lot of the gardeners are reporting that the blue bonnets are out. Are coming up, yeah. yeah. They're hunkering. So, but, so did y'all see the blue bonnets? That's what okay. I was getting to. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Never know what he sees on his way in. <laughs> he parks in a different spot now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know well, where to put it. Well, y'all fenced me out of my regular spot over there. We did. Just to keep burglars from coming in here, I guess. But anyway... Uh, I've changed now, but uh, tr- Trace, uh, well, we have finally got blue bonnets, transplants in, and really? they, they are all beautiful. That, that moaning and groaning last week. Oh yeah, what yeah. he had to. He uh, the grower had to apply uh, uh, a chelated iron three times. Had to drench them three huh. times before he could color them up. Huh. I mean, make them green. But uh, it worked after about the third time. He would not, they would not send that, those plants out with the yellow plants in the mix. But uh, the chelated iron worked. I still don't, we still don't know what happened. But they're, they're, they're showing no yellows and they're beautiful now. And uh, so unfortunately, Trace got most of those. Ugly. I thought I got them most all. Most common no. blues. You sure, I didn't get them all. <laughs> well, I, I, you got the majority of blue ladybird, and okay. you got a tag. It says Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue. So uh, uh, that's the best blue. Uh, Wild Seed Farm. Uh, did has, you want to come on the air? Has uh, switch. Well, here. Let's, has switched over to. Can you do? You, I mean, he, had, he had a question. Blue. I'm not sure. 
All right. Uh, so you don't like the blue? <laughs> it's, it's so common. You see them in the airport. You see them, pictures of them in the airport. And everything. and everybody likes them. They look like the sky. It's like a big reflection of the sky on the ground. I like the blue. Are there other colors, though, too? Are there reds and whites? There's whites. There's whites, okay. Which is unusual, too. Oh. So uh, if you... There were just a very few, there's a few white, not a not a lot of white. So uh, if you want to wa- plant some whites amongst the blues, that's uh, where they're prettiest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a picture of uh, Lady Bird Johnson when she was younger, uh, out in a big field of blue bonnets, and she's got that big smile of hers, and she's pointing at a white. Blue bonnet, hmm. uh, in the in the wild. So uh, she was a uh, she she was excited about that too. So you can have that in your own yard. And uh, now's a good time to plant blue bonnets, uh, transplants, because uh, uh, like I said, we y'all pressured me into planting them late, <laughs> but. Uh, we got got come up and uh, and had a few few little problems, and they're a li- little later, and I'd like to plant them, but uh, research shows uh, that planted now, and I I would say every time you water them, water them with a miracle grow or has to grow or wish it would grow or whatever. Something uh, that says grow on it. Yeah, liquid. Uh, liquid grow. Liquid liquid fertilizer. Okay. Every time you water them. Which, which may be fairly common. I mean, maybe at once or twice a week. Don't let them dry. Uh, oh, there's your water lady, Calvin. Yeah, see, another person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> you didn't know that this flower would produce more... Uh, <laughs> more excitement than anything yeah. we've got here in the nursery. Calvin brought in some cauliflower and broccoli and tatuba squash. And uh, he's, being, he's very he, popular. Huge, huge cauliflower. Is that, uh, ha- have your dogs been in the garden lately, Mr. Calvin? Um, they they uh, usually stay out and, and uh, guard me and make sure the squirrel. Uh, Squirrels don't get in there. There you go. I was wondering why it was yellow, Milton. The cauliflower. It's supposed to be white. Oh. Pure white. <sighs> but that's yellow. You know, but, he, he just... Oh. <laughs> but people... A people, negative... Uh, it, it, it's actually more nutritious, the yellow is, it's, than what, the white. As, as we have discussed so many times, the, uh, the cauliflower... As it matures, yeah, there's more and more. It, turn, it turns more and more yellow. Um, if it's exposed to sun, yeah, it's exposed it's to light. It's, uh, you know, two weeks ago, well, ten days ago it was crispy white. Is that right? Yeah. Now it's now it's kind of a off white. That's fully mature. <clears throat> How did you know it was mature? Back They're then, big, bigger than a dinner plate. So yeah, the size the, the size. Uh, and uh, then I related it to the 
uh, broccoli. broccoli. Yeah. Which you mm-hmm. see see that the what we call the curds, which are where are the flowers, Milton? I don't know. Where are the flowers? Those yellow cur- curls. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and uh, the are the. He's just eating it multiple, raw. Uh, no cheese, no ranch dip. <laughs> multiple flowers on on the top of uh, broccoli and cauliflower. So if you just leave that alone, it'll turn into a yellow bou- bouquet of broccoli and cauliflower. Oh, okay. Huh. And uh, but uh, those. Those are good varieties, and that's that's good sized cauliflower. But the grower, the commercial growers, try to have them white. Try to make them white, so they plant them closer together. And if it, they usually go in there and tie the leaves. When the now, don't let him smaller. influence you. These are just barely off white. So oh, quit yeah. it. That's yeah, kind of, kind of a. Um, <laughs> Eggshell white. But a, cu- a couple of years ago came on the market a true yellow. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, even these would be, two weeks from now, would be quite quite yellow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, people with dogs and stuff worry about being in the garden. Right? <laughs> Do you have that problem? But, but, but most people no, with dogs. Uh, the best thing with that is just ignore what he's saying. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, but most both people wash those, you know, uh, rinse them off. Yeah. Calvin just eats it straight if from you, the box. If you don't, sometimes you get a bitter after aftertaste when you're eating. If you yeah, don't, I don't, believe, don't yeah. rinse them real well. Of course, he doesn't. He does not eat enough vegetables to know what, yeah. <laughs> what the uh, unexpected taste would be. <laughs> I like cauliflower with dip. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I love my broccoli either raw or... Uh, Steamed? Velveeta cheese. Good stuff with the Velveeta? Oh, man. Okay. The, 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 the economist, home economist tell me, used to tell me that Velveeta... It's not a cheese or something, you know, it's not a, I don't know, it's supposed to be unhealthy for you. No. Oh, okay. But it tastes damn good. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> who, who, who was it who told you that everything that tastes good is bad for you? Yeah, Bill McReynolds. Okay. Spit it out. He said if you pick up something and eat it and it tastes good to you, spit it out. It's bad for you. Okay. All right. But anyway. Trace, we got about a, a minute and a half here. Okay. You wanna? We'll take a break and then come and get to the news, and then we're gonna talk to Larry Stein about pecans. Oh, all right. Uh, do you have pecans? Uh, we have a Pawnee pecan, I believe. Okay. Good one. Good one. That's the only one we could get our hands on. Oh wow! It's getting yeah, well, difficult. Most of the pecan growers are up north, and after. The big freeze two years ago, uh, there just wasn't much available. Oh, okay. That's interesting. And then, okay, so we got about, you know, what else you want to talk oh, about? Christmas trees, Christmas trees, Christmas trees. We can, trees. or we can talk about what the guy just asked. What's that? We can talk about what the guy just asked. Oh, we got like 30 seconds. Okay, he had aphids Yes. on his cold-weather vegetables. He also had holes all in it. So uh, we did a pyrethrin for the aphids, and we did uh, seven for whoever's chewing. Oh, okay. That was so easy. How did, where did you find the seven now? That's not an easy task. 
so you, I buy extra when I know something's going away. Yeah. So I have a, a, probably a year's supply of seven dust left. Okay. Here at Millburger, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Going to reach out again to Larry, but this is the challenge with live radio, so we'll try again in a few minutes to uh, talk with him. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call. Should I give the gift number? No, you, you know, you've given it once. That was fine. I've given it twice. If you want to get somebody somebody a gift of a Millburgers gift card, have it mailed to them. There you go. You can call 210-497-3760. To make and sure they get that right. It's um, uh-huh. 210-497-3760. All right. And it's a and great I, gift idea. I'm sure, great... I'm sure the lines are going to be busy for quite a while oh, okay uh so Ooh, she bought, just keep, keep trying she bought one of the poinsettias that he was talking about oh, yeah. all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 what uh, else did calvin talk about in his article <laughs> well uh while we're talk about i try to relate everything to the gift certificates but uh of course, one of the the, the real uh, positive presents and the pre- presents that everybody, all gardeners like, is to when you uh, enhance their library or expand their library for them. I, um, you know, then I list several of my favorite books mm-hmm. by. Uh, you know, I, I like that uh, Texas landscaping book by Greg Grant because they they divide the, the landscaping problems or issues in a landscape mm-hmm. into little parts so you don't get overwhelmed. You know, we, how we people will come up to us and say, huh, what? how do I do this? Like, my yard needs help. I just bought this. And, and they look at it as, as, as this overwhelming task. Well, Greg, Greg doesn't eat. He makes little pieces. Yeah. The shady, the, yeah. The shady, uh, shady north areas. side yeah. and uh, in in the front of the, the main door, and uh, all, all those. You know, breaks them all up into those. So, so that's one of those. And of course, Bill Welch's uh, Perennial Garden Color, uh, Color is a, a wonderful book too to to have. And uh, I like that uh, Sally Wasowski's native plants. Yeah, yeah. And uh, native Texas plants. And uh, it's got, guess what plants plant it has in it? Promotes quite a bit. Hmm. Horse herb. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's in that. Uh, what, what's one? Horse herb. 
Oh, yeah. She, they list it as a wonderful uh, ground cover. And yeah, she's got a... Uh, they, 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 do, they do a great job of, uh, of uh, identifying plants that you normally don't th- uh, think of as having a real prominent role in landscapes. But, uh, but there are a lot of them, unusual ones and fun, fun to consider. And then it, it does give you a, a chance to express yourself using native plants. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we've done with horse herb, right? I'm sure uh, 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 the, our, uh, some of our listeners probably did not uh, preview, edit the uh, plant. They'd have probably taken that horse herb out of there. I'm sorry. But anyway. Are you hassling Evelyn again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank goodness now, Evelyn wasn't uh, a reader or evaluator of uh, writings. Uh, I keep looking through this article, and there's one book that's obviously Guess missing. Guess which one? What's that? One book that Calvin, the most beautiful garden book, and well, by one of the leading horticulture experts, maybe the leading horticulture expert in Texas. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't mention it. Guess who that is? My man, Neil Sperry. Oh. Neil Sperry's book, which can only be bought from Neil Sperry's, our organization. So in lieu of Calvin's obvious omission, uh, you can order that uh, uh, from Neil Sperry's uh, website, which is neilsperry.com. And uh, they'll ship it to you. Okay. I, I don't know what the latest date is. I guess he's still signing them all. Mm. He, he must be signed out. <laughs> but anyway, they're not available in any place. Uh, where, uh, except his website. The uh, Also, you have a hard time finding these some of these books. And probably the best source of all these books that we've mentioned through the years is a Texas Gardener magazine website, TexasGardener.com. It's almost, it's almost a library. Yeah, it's almost a books, library. Yeah. got Cotner's book on there yeah. and vegetables. And i got some, uh, a lot of Bill Adams' uh, books on there. Some of Greg's. It's, uh, am- it's well, am- amazing when you look how few Texas... Local Texas books oh, yeah. were there 30 years ago, and now how many wonderful books are there available? For? Yeah, yeah. It's really changed. Yeah. You don't have to read a, a book about Minnesota or Massachusetts <laughs> to, for, yeah. uh, for and gardening the, in Texas. And for new new people uh, that have moved here, uh, that's really important. Uh, I, I had an experience where I was trying to help a young lady... Uh, and she was getting her information rather than off of plantanswers.com, which is what that was for, was getting him from a northern source. Mm. And, uh, oh, my goodness, <laughs> we had some problems with that idea. 
But anyway. All right. 210-308-8867. Dr. Larry Stein is with us uh, on the line. Do you want to uh, introduce Dr. Stein? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, Larry. <laughs> of course, Larry Larry has worked with Jerry for a lot of years. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he has learned uh, about 35 years, I guess. Yeah, well, he talks yeah, nicely yeah. about you. <laughs> who, who does? Jerry. Oh, Jerry talks nicely about Larry. About Larry, yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Behind he does pretty well, which is really unusual. We wonder about that. Yeah. I'm not sure what he says to your face, but behind your back, he's saying nice things. <laughs> oh, well. That's good. Yeah, Milton, Milton he, he gets upset periodically when his uh, black nuts start falling off the Stop tree. Stop it. Uh, what? Okay. So, Larry, introduce yourself, because I don't, I don't, I don't and I, I apologize, don't know your title. And then you're our pecan expert. Uh, so he's gonna, everything. Oh, he's everything? He's all that's left. Oh, my goodness. You're the last man standing? Grapes, pecans, vegetables, blue bonnets, everything. Wow. He is in charge of everything. Uh, is that well. accurate, Larry? Is there a title for that? Well, so I'm associate department head and program leader for extension horticulture. Okay. And Jerry and I's boss, Mr. Bluford Hancock, I have the same job he had, but I don't know if that's fair to him. But anyway, so, yeah, we have a lot of great people, not the great people that we had years ago, but we do have some good people, and we try to cover the state of Texas and help people with their issues. <laughs> Well, we got it. We've, we've thought of you as our go-to guy for the question, and Jerry kind of proved that. Someone called and wanted to know more about pecan oil. They'd heard all this good stuff about it, and actually, if you go online, there is a lot of good stuff about it. Uh, so we thought we'd call you and kind of ask you to tell us a little bit about pecan oil. As I, a, as I, a, thought, I thought they were wanting Pennzoil. No, 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 pecan oil. Oh, pecan. Okay. Jerry... Read, your handwriting is just atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, what can you tell us about it? So that's the latest thing. You know, we figured out that, you know, years ago, years ago, olive oil was not even a thing. But then olives became cheap, and so they started pressing olives, and they made a really, really good oil. And similar thing with pecans. And so now a lot of people are pressing pecans and making oil. It's an awesome oil, and turns out that uh, the Texas pecans really make really, really special oil. Oh, wow. For, you, for years and years and years, we've told people that Sioux was the best pecan because it was small and high quality. Well, it turns out, guess what? It makes the best oil as well. And the Texas oil, it's unfiltered. It has a unique flavor, and a lot of people are liking it. And so you're seeing a lot more of that. There's a company out of Louisiana that's been pressing oil for years, hmm. but now you're seeing a lot more of the Texas people get into the act of pressing. So what, oil. what would they use it for? Well, so just like olive oil, you use it any way you use olive oil, and it's just better. It's just better. It's got a high. So What's, what's the term they use? It's not a burn. It's got a high heating point. So, uh, yeah, does, high flash point. High that's flash it. That's point. it. Yeah, I think it's like 400, something like that. 
No, I think yeah, I'll I'll Google it, but yeah, I think it was it was a pretty much the highest one out there, like higher yeah. than grapeseed, higher than uh, mm-hmm. avocado, higher than olive. Absolutely, and so it, it's very low in unsaturated fat. It has uh, monounsaturated fat, and then it has poly polyunsaturated fat. So anyway, when you look at the list of oils, it's very very high as far as the eating qualities of oil. So. We're really excited about that, and that's opening up a new opportunity as far as marketing Texas pecans, and so that's a good thing that we do. Oh, yeah. So is, is that, you know, of course, I haven't been in close to the pecan industry in, for a number of years, but uh, are people actually raising the pecans now for, for the production of the oil? No, Calvin, I would say that's not accurate, but it gives you another option as far as market goes. Like if you can't sell them this way, well, then we could press oil and maybe come out that way. So, yeah, so it's another. there's another step in there. Uh, the pecan oh, yeah, growers yeah, yeah. are generally not growing it for the, the oil, but somebody who buys their pecans yeah. would be using it. Is it an advantage to them? Are there some pecans that... Are they using pecans that they would normally sell, or they is there other pecans that, you know, it's like, well, this one's probably not pretty enough to sell, so it'd make a great oil pecan, or no? Correct, Milton. That is correct, Milton. It, it offers you another opportunity because, yeah, they may not be good enough to sell in shell, or maybe when you shell them out, they're not just perfect. But turns out that you can press them and really get good oil out of them. Okay. So, yeah, it uh, says high, the smoke point, according to pecanoil.com, is 470 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, and I imagine the flavor is really uh, good. Um, the flavor is mild. Yeah, mild, and it, it is good. Yeah, non offensive yeah. flavor. So, yeah. No, it, it's really. Once you try it, you you will really like it. I mean, if you're used to using olive oil, a lot of people that use olive oil and use pecan, I mean, they think pecan is a lot better. Hmm. So I know we're kind of giving a plug to somebody. Do you have uh, places people in San Antonio can reliably get the pecan oil? Well, so yeah, you can, go to the, you can go to the Pearl Market. Okay. And we have local vendors that visit the Pearl Market, and they have their oil for sale there at the oh, good. Pearl Market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all good, all good. Okay. It, if if I've seen the I've seen the online prices, so I know that it, it's uh, it's not cheap just yet. Uh, <laughs> it's a little pricey, but at least you know for a frugal man like myself. But yeah, it's uh, it'd be kind of interesting. They even suggest using it like you would in butter. For recipes and stuff like that, which should make it unique too. Oh yeah, well it, we're we're all thinking healthy now, Milton. You know, so it's better for you. So that's why we're pushing. Uh, yeah. Jerry's wolfing down his, his Velveeta and his uh, his other oils. And, uh, there you go. Uh, Dr. Larry Stein is with us. Do you want to talk a little bit about? Because Jerry always talks about you and the pecans and and how things are going. Because you're his like his source for. Pecan crop information. What was the crop like this year, or is it still going? So the crop is off in Texas this year, and it's just been a bad year. Of course, it's been a bad year because of the dry and heat. It's just 
unbelievably not a good year. And so quality is off a little bit on pecans. I mean, there are pecans in Texas. Out west, they have a pretty good crop. And out west, they <laughs> they don't have an issue. But locally and in central Texas, light crop, quality a little bit off. But there are pecans out there. So, I mean, if you're interested in pecans, there is. There are pecans available, so I think you should be able to find some if you're really interested in having some. Okay. Um, let's yeah. see. What were those two uh, places that you sent me that sells the oil? Uh, some so sort, one uh, is Texas. <laughs> let's see. Oh, these were websites? Yeah. The, I gave you that. No, yeah, I've got it in my jacket, which uh, I didn't need today. <laughs> one, one is Swift River Pecan. And they sell at the Pearl Market. Okay. And the other is, oh, I can't remember the name. Oh, Comal Pecan. Comal Pecan. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And, uh, so where, do, where do they sell? Uh, Comal County or New Braunfels? Yeah, New Braunfels. New Braunfels. If okay. you Google Comal Pecans, it'll come up and they would have it available. Okay. okay. Well, what other questions do we have for Larry? Uh, let's see, you, you said, said the pecans uh, are smaller this year, a little bit smaller? Smaller because of the drought, obviously. You know, you yeah. need more rain to make size. So smaller smaller's okay as long as they're well-filled. And most of the ones that I've seen are well-filled if you have some. Good. We did have some issues with shucks. You know, the shucks turned black early on on some varieties, and so that's been an issue, but... For the most part, people have been able to figure it out and get the yeah. pecans out and have them for sale. Yeah. So, Larry, well. Larry, what, what's the situation in terms of the acreage? Are there more people planting pecans or are there less? I mean, are, are the uh, number of pecan trees available or growing in Texas uh, re- uh, less than they were in the past? Or what's the situation? Interesting question, Calvin. Interesting question. You know, you would think the acres are declining, but every year the nurseries sell out a tree. And so I would say the acres are steady, steady to maybe increasing. We have a lot of homeowners and small acreage people planting trees. And so I don't think we'll ever see a decline in those trees. The big challenge we have, though, is production costs have increased. Obviously, y'all are all aware of fuel costs. You're aware of chemical costs. Everything has went up. (laughs) Yet the price you get for pecans when you sell them, it's about the same. It's about the same. And the water water issue, is that uh, in hand or still a battle? Well, so, I mean, yeah, you got to have the water if you're going to grow pecans, Eventually, we're probably going to get told that you can't grow pecans because water's too valuable. And so I tell people we have to be proactive and we only need to be planting pecans where they can truly do really, really good. Hmm. I mean, if you plant them on a foot of soil, they're not going to do very good. And so we really need to get away from doing that. Yeah. But anyway. Dr. Stein, we've got it. Oh, good. I'm sorry. I was just going to tell your listeners they need to be eating pecans because they're really, really good for them. And so we need to eat more pecans so that we get the market up. 
And the reason oh. you need to eat pecans is they lower your LDL, your bad cholesterol, and they do not mess with your good cholesterol. They have a lot of antioxidants, and they also have a lot of micro minerals in them, and they also have some protein. And so, but the challenge is you can't eat them in a pecan pie or covered with chocolate. Or <laughs> what? You got to eat them. Hang up, uh, hang up on me. <laughs> you just lost me. Yeah, you lost. Uh, <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> <laughs> Then, so you we, have to eat the raw of a con. If it's not a praying or who was that governor, yeah. the old time governor that used to Governor yeah. Hall. There governor you go. Hall. Hey, you we were... have a caller uh, who has a question. Can you can you uh stick with us and answer it with them when we try, we'll try to get him on the line the same time as you are. Is that okay? Sounds good. Sounds All good. right, we got Raul on the line. He's got a pecan tree question. Oh, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Let's see if all this works. How are you doing today? Yeah, it's doing good. Thank you. Uh, appreciate your show, gentlemen. Uh, yes, go. I'm calling. I'm calling for my father. Uh, he has two mature pecan trees over in the Lackland, uh, Lackland area, and he's worried because uh, the pecans haven't fallen, and he keeps asking me uh, when are the pecans going to when are, are his pecans going to drop. So I I didn't know what to tell him. Are they are they stuck? Are they covered with the shuck, the the outside yes. covering? Yeah. But the shuck hasn't opened yet, right? Right. Right. Is, is the shuck black? No, no, they're green. The shucks are green. Larry, do you have any thoughts? So interesting question. Good question. I have varieties that still have green shucks. Oh, good. They are delayed for some reason this year. Everything was running two to three weeks behind. And so we have people that still have trees that have green shucks on the trees. As long as the shuck is green, uh, there's still a chance they're going to open up. Now, we're lucky this is, what, December 10th, December 10th? Yeah. We still haven't had a freeze. And so as long as we hadn't had a freeze, there's still a opportunity for these shucks to open up one of the reasons the shucks didn't open up was because of lack of water i mean obviously biggest drought on record this past summer and so trees were stressed and so that's why they didn't open up initially now we've had some rain and so there's still a possibility that they will open up on the tree now it's getting late getting late and all we can hope for is that they'll go ahead and open up. Usually there's some that are open up in the trees that can't see them. And so when we get one of these big northers, it should bring a lot of those down. It should be okay. Yeah, all right. well, we've been getting uh, tents, several tents of rain. <laughs> you know, you haven't gotten that out there? It's, it's pretty well yeah, solved. Right. I drive here in San Antonio, right, Mitch? Jerry's just rain grumpy. <laughs> Well, Dr. Stein, oh, yeah. hopefully that helped you. I got I got a question for Dr. Oh, Stein. we got uh, Trace has a question for you. And y'all may have already asked, or, or since I'm on the late side, but that's okay. How many different varieties of pecans do you personally grow? Oh, that's a good question. Well, so I grow. Good question. I grow two main varieties. The main two varieties I grow are Sue and Desirable. And it's a really, really pretty tree. Gorgeous tree, small nut, very high quality. Desirable, a very old variety. 
usually doesn't make that many, but usually all the pecans are good. And so in my operation, those two varieties have been the easiest for me to grow. Now, I do have some other things like Waco and uh, Cheyenne, a few Choctaw, a few of these other things. But, you know, so there's a thousand varieties out there. And so what you got to do is figure out what, what are the best for you. Mm-hmm. So for a homeowner, I would say Sioux is the best variety. Small nut, high quality nut, but gorgeous tree. Don't, don't have to do a lot of training. Don't have to do a lot of management. And so that's why we like it a lot. And then the other one is desirable, old variety. Not that pretty a tree, but still very high quality, large pecans. Everybody likes large pecans, and so that's why we typically recommend that. So yeah. those are the two main two. There's others. I didn't mention Pawnee. Pawnee ripens early. It ripens in September. So mm. some people like that. Kansas is another one. And those two work really good together. So we're really looking at like six to eight varieties that we typically recommend. Yeah, has Waco uh, come out yet? Yes, Waco's been out for several years. Waco's a Cheyenne. I mean, I mean has it shelled? Has it shed its pecan? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a, oh, it's okay. a early, it's a mid to early ripening pecan. Early to mid Sometimes pecan. they say Waco, we ain't coming out. Oh, <laughs> oh, is that what it stands for? Yeah. Larry, we try not to laugh at those. Uh, it seems to only encourage him. Well, Larry, so you, you, we, we've got to go, but I have one last question for you, too. So when you go down and you see the, uh, oh, the San Pedro Springs and the park and all those pecan trees in that area, which variety are those? Because those have been there forever, haven't they? Yeah, so those are native pecans, the good okay. large plant those. You know, that's what we say. You know, the natives, you have uh, 600,000 to a million acres of native pecans in the state of Texas. Wow. And so they glow along, grow along the rivers and streams, and we say the good Lord planted those. And then you have, then you have seedling trees where, like, if you had a success tree in your backyard, the squirrels take a tree, a nut off of that tree, plant it in the ground. Well, then you have a seedling tree. It's not a native, but it's a seedling. Hmm. So when you go to the state of Georgia, Georgia is typically number one producer of pecans in the United States, but they have no native pecans. The pecan is not native to Georgia. So you have only planted orchards over there, and then you have seedling trees. So it's very interesting about the history and the native range of pecan as well. Very cool. Well, thank you for coming on the show. You did a great job. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's not as if he hasn't had some experience. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, and is there anything that you have coming up that uh, our listeners can uh, can see? Do you have a, 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 a seminar coming up or anything that you want to plug? Yeah, yeah. So last week, uh, January, we had the Pecan Shore Course in College Station. So if you have interest in listeners that are really interested in growing pecans, we would encourage them to attend. Uh, attend. It's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll tell you everything you ever wanted and also did not want to know about pecans. <laughs> we'll take you on field trips. We'll uh, feed you some lunches. It is 
really, really a very, very good thing. Also, we'll have have some uh, local seminars as well in early January in Great. San Antonio. So. Cool. Well, thank you, Larry. Dr. Larry Steiner has been our guest. Bye, Larry. And we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. we got to take a break. Thanks, man. It was great. All right. 210-308-8867. we got to take a break. We're long overdue. Al's getting nervous, and we'll be back in a moment on 930 AM The Answer. Bienvenida Navidad. Te recibo con amor. Bienvenida Navidad. Es hermoso tu color. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Marty, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> uh, Larry does a great job. We put a lot of work into that. Oh, he answering did Answering that question. Oh, did he? Okay. We did. Oh, you yeah. I did. Yep. And uh, I'll have to go find me some pecan oil now. I want to try it. I wonder if it, if you, if you, when you're doing a pecan pie. You do it, use butter in a pecan pie. Yeah, if it's keeping the uh, oh. nuts from bursting into flame on top of no, it. No, it does have a higher uh, flash yeah. point, as he said. Oh, okay. Yeah, be careful. But, it, but it'd be, a, uh, it'd be interesting beer. if you could, because... Uh, I had to go visit the doctor after I ate two pieces of uh, pecan pie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same day. Um, but it would. It would, uh, it would have less of a buttery taste yeah. and more of a pecan taste, but it'd be an expensive pecan pie. Yeah, it would be. All right, because I think, uh, what is a stick of butter? Is that a cup or a half cup? I don't know. I just put a whole stick uh, in there. Yeah, we, <laughs> we just worry about eating it. Milk. Yeah. All right. Y'all, y'all. We use a whole stick. I use a whole stick. Okay. My son, I, I, Jeremy just can't. He just flips out. No. You just when, when you I put a whole a, stick of Velveeta in you, that, that pecan pie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin eating it raw reminds me of Jeremy as a, as a young child. Would eat go into my garden and eat eat the broccoli raw? Oh yeah, and loved it. I mean, yeah, this is very nice. This very nice. Yeah, I get I get the Yolanda gets me that uh, broccoli from the H E B, and that's a little bitter. I mean, it's still good. Yeah, especially if you got some oh, uh, to dip it. Dip it something to dip it. Yeah, in. there you go. But this this is kind of sweet on its own. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good Now, this, this is what, the, what I love the taste, too, if I could just break it. Yeah, right. I need a... Ch- <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll it'll loosen up a little bit later, I guess. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Said uh, Calvin writes, and is this week in the garden in today's paper. Says, if your lawn has broadleaf weeds... <laughs> Maybe dandelions, chickweed, bed straw, henbit, beginning to grow. Uh, review the label. We don't need no stinking label. Quit mm. it, Calvin. Uh, review. Calvin's <laughs> keeping quiet. <laughs> and consider weed-free zone. Now that now that it's some days it's turned cool. I think it, I think it's supposed to turn cool. First next week, right? 
So maybe Again. Sunday night or Monday. First of says in this Sunday? Yeah. You're going to make me get the weather again? <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, that's cold front coming through. That's why that heavy rain is expected. Half an inch? Oh, up to a half, yeah. Wow. So well, go, go I've got thunderstorms the, the lowest I, lows I have are in the uh, low 50s on yeah. Tuesday. Okay. That's so far. That's... Uh, but what are the highs? Friday, well, Friday, Thursday night, the low is 43. The high is 55. High on Thursday, 65. 53 on Tuesday night is the that's the low. The Tuesday high is 74. <laughs> okay, well, that, yeah, this, it didn't. This cold front uh, didn't bring a lot of uh, cool air, air with it. Is there the cool air is still up in Canada? Oh man, which is scary because. You don't like Canadian air? If that, if that uh, uh, jet stream changes, it'll pull, you know, dips low. It'll pull that coal into here. No. Okay. That used to be Steve Brown's uh, real skill. He would note the uh, weather up there in yeah. Alaska Canada, and yeah. northern Canada and then predict when it was going to get down yeah, there. And yeah. He was pretty accurate with yeah. that. And when they, when they say that jet stream has moved, it's coming. Uh, I miss Steve Brown, by the way, on the weather. Uh, anyway, you can use weed-free zone, uh, and we got it. It uh, it ki- it kills. Uh, it's good for killing broadleaf weeds. Which let's see. I guess all those are broadleaf weed. Yeah, dandelions are chickweed, henbit. Uh, I don't think it'll kill my bluegrass. I never sprayed it. No. Of course. It won't. So you could take any weeds out of your bluegrass with it. Even Probably. <laughs> as far as I know, it doesn't hurt the rescue grass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> look, look at us. Talking about how to save our yeah, rescue. weedy grasses. <laughs> you take what you can get. There you go. Uh, for broadleaf weeds in cool weather like we're experiencing, except for today. So, uh, yeah, that's the ones that we recommend. Uh, I think Trace, he's good with finding these chemical problems that work, especially in cool weather. Well, I'm trying to get everybody too to, to to recognize the importance of of the the label, yeah, and picking picking a product that has some chance of addressing their issues because mm-hmm. we uh, we get lots of folks that don't don't even you know they'll they'll pick pick a up. Uh, pre-emergent when they should be using a contact herbicide. Right, yeah, say, yeah. yeah. They so, don't know the difference. Yeah, and, and so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do a little homework to, <laughs> to be real effective with those uh, herbicides. Yeah. and you got a responsibility to do that if you're going to use them. Yeah, the neat, the neat thing uh, about this weed-free zone is they have it on they have it in different size containers. Yeah, that's what I like. And they got that uh hose in spray. And pre, yeah, pre-measured, pre-measured and 
yeah. larger uh, all you do is, concentrations and all sort. you do is put it onto the hose and turn the hose on and spray the uh, spots treat the weeds. I mean the areas usually weeds come up in a in certain and you, spots. You, and you've had good luck with uh, your bedstraw. Yeah, Henbit. No, yeah, bedstraw. Yeah, bedstraw. And uh, you want to, <laughs> well, uh, this year it's not too difficult to find the weeds because after the rain, that's all <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, came up. I see some of the bedstraw started to come up. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the time to get it. When you just see it uh, sprouting, and and before it drops a bunch of seed. Uh, let's see. Provide a water source for the birds and other wildlife to maximize the species and individuals that frequent your landscape. Uh, bird baths with recirculating apparatus work especially well. What I've started doing is I'm feeding, my son's got me feeding some of the feral cats in the neighborhood. Mm. All of the feral cats in the You're going to blame that on your son. Huh? <laughs> and so I've got him some water bowls out there. Your son? No. No, no just uh, ferals. <laughs> the, for the bird, for the cats. Right. And so uh, what I do is fill up uh, a water jug, several water jugs, put them by the door. And when I go out to water the cat bowls, <laughs> uh, I'll take the remaining after the cat bowls are full and put it in the bird bath. Hmm. So That'll work. Yeah, that'll work, yeah. And uh, I get all the debris out of there just for Calvin, you know. He says clean, clean the bird bath. <laughs> I bet the birds appreciate it. I bet they do. Well, some of, some of Milton's leaves with their... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Tannins. <laughs> yeah, they're still. I bet, I bet a bird, bird can't probably taste those tannins. You know why? No lips. No lips. Good going, Calvin. But. Uh, <laughs> so birds have no sense of taste? Well, that's why, why they use that uh, uh, capsaicin, that hot, uh, the heat of peppers. Uh, put to put with the bird seed, right? So the squirrels won't eat it. I think we sell capsaicin powder here, or you can buy and you mix it the bird it. seed already. Trust, uh, well, and the, the easiest thing is uh, suet with the pepper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I mean, you can just see the squirrels ignoring that. Just go <laughs> around it. Yeah, if you got the paper today, uh, they've got a picture of, are those my brown sparrows? No. No, it lo I lo they look like uh, house finches. Yeah, maybe that's so. See, he names everything finches. <laughs> he even told me the red bird's a finch. What in the hell is that all about? Anyway. <laughs> Closely related. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Said many many gardeners would enjoy an adjustable bird feeder, which discourages squirrels and larger birds from feeding in favor of smaller birds. Now, if you look at that picture, you see a uh, one of those birds leaning over to get some of the seed. 
Oh, yeah. from under the part that goes down. So if you like like to eat dove, white winged dove, you get one of these and and uh, pick it, uh, adjust it to to uh, the, they get to just get their head in there, and uh, there was a white wings will go after that seed. Oh. And get caught in there. See, just one time we caught <laughs> one of those, right, right when I first put those uh, absolute feeders out. I, I thought it was great because it, it doesn't, you don't run the meat with shot, any type of shot. No. Uh, but uh, I, I had one of those doves, <laughs> white wing, go down a uh, circular I, uh, tube. Oh, yeah, you were telling tube us. Tube yeah. feeder. That I had let get low on feed, <laughs> and uh, but the top was off of that tube feeder, and that fool, uh, white wing, went down in the middle of that tube to get the seed, and got stuck, kind of like a ro- the roach traps or whatever. You know, okay. they can get in, but they can't get out. So how'd you get them out? It's like a ketchup Carefully. Bottle. You just keep it. Yeah. <laughs> Carefully got about it. Okay. Oh, I have a bird feeding, a uh, cat feeding problem. Uh, ter- har- 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 uh, har- it's a horror story. Well. I've got to get my feral cats to come in the house a little bit and let me pet them. I a lot of times put the feed on a, a little uh, rug right inside the sliding glass door. And they come in and eat and let me pet them and everything else. They're just well, suckering him. They're going to get yeah. him, kind of work him outside, and then they'll be quick slam the door. That's right. Just leave Jerry. Well, Hello, oh, can I get in here? I, I, used to, I used to feed them outside all the time. But I figured if I start feeding them inside, and they get tamer and tamer, and I'll be able to pet them. How's well, that working out they, they don't eat all the food. So night before last, uh, one of my favorite cats came in. I left the door open because it was mild. It's a mile outside, and uh, let him let him finish eating. And uh, then I, I I was watching TV, and then I looked over there, and a little while after that, and I had another visitor, a damn skunk. Oh no! In the house. Ah. Uh, <laughs> That's what I said. Did it just ignore you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was in the kitchen, and he was at the sliding glass door. So I'm thinking, what should I do? Should I bang on the cabinet and scare him out? Or may, maybe not scare him? Yeah. And uh, so I, I didn't know what to do. So I said, well, I walked around so I wouldn't go by him through the dining room and and started watching TV. Letting him eat. Okay, then he just left on his own. He just left on his well, own. They're they're That's amazing. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen them do the same thing, and 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 my Westies ignore them just like they were not out there. They they can be just like Jerry said. They can be uh, walking by each other. You know. Yeah, right? yeah. 
Uh, no, uh, I don't see that skunk. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared what, what what our dog would do. Our dog stares at all the cats. What? I mean, just gets in their face and just in this intense border collie stare. And just, uh, and, uh, you don't know whether they should hurt them or yeah, she wants to hurt them. them. Yeah, no, she she's very friendly with them, and all the ferals they love her, but she just she just goes a little nuts. All right, we're going to take a little break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Who is that? Um, That is Emilio Navarro. Okay. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. A lot less butterflies than there were before. Oh, actually, one, two. I got, I got two. <laughs> that, that colorful one over there. Uh, yeah, and I'm trying to remember what it's American. Uh, it's not painted. Something. Yes, you're, you're right. It's <laughs> Got painted, painted um, because it's it's truly painted, uh, um, colorful. Got red on it. I can't I can't remember the rest of the name though, but painted is in there. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> let's see. The uh, I I also want to mention that uh, that uh, they. When you're thinking about a gift uh, uh, for, for for Christmas, if you want a, a big pot to put out, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> to put out on your patio, and I, I would suggest uh, I would suggest that you get one of these platforms with uh, heavy-duty rollers, coasters attached. Mm-hmm to the platform and then put one of these big pots now when i say no, big it's, it's big <laughs> as, uh, they get, and they're on sale for unbelievably unbelievable price said uh 10 inch graphite and white garden terracotta pot uh 10 inch pot regularly 12.99 on sale for 288 or four for ten dollars for $10. $250. $250. Okay. $250. Rather than, and, and after you get four, they're all $250. Right? Now, if they, yeah, of <laughs> course, you're going to, well, you got two bigger sizes too, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I want to, I, I don't have the, maybe Milton remembers, uh, they're at the parking lot, at the parking lot. And they're huge. They're bigger than the 10-inch thing. They're huge. And uh, I was I was thinking I might get one of those to put on my uh, uh, out on my patio and maybe grow blue bonnets in it or something like that. The uh, uh, what was that? Do you remember what the price on that great big those big ones are? They're out there in the parking lot. I don't one remember. of them. One of them was. Um, There's one that was 75% off. Yeah, yeah. right. 
When was sixty dollars? I thought Nothing. that was the medium. That was the big one too, but it was the of the two. It's the smaller of the two. I think yeah. it's twenty-four inch, and these are like thirty-six inch across. Yeah, or something, yeah. Or something. They're, they're, yeah, they're big enough they're for huge. a big chubby person like us to hide in there. <laughs> we could, hmm. but I was thinking how to how you fill that thing up with potting mix. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of potting mix. You would have to get a second mortgage on your house for well, the potting mix. No. I was thinking, I, I, I don't know if uh, Trace and them sell uh, perlite in, uh, in, the, in a large bag. Uh, but if, if you fill the, the bottom of it kind of up with uh, uh, perlite and then put your potting mix on top of that, uh, and mix your Osmocote in there after you put the potting mix in there. But uh, Pro, Prolite's and not, that would keep it light, lighter. Yeah, it's not cheaper than potting mix, is it? Prolite? It should be. Is I it? think it is. I don't know. I haven't used it in so long. And I was just thinking of something to use as a filler. Yeah. Well, you can do like and my wife, Judy, de- used to it do. It decompose. They use those big chunks of rock and everything. No. And then I'd tell her, no more. Don't do that. Don't do that. She'd just ignore me. Yeah, that, that's the old, old-timey old way. Every, every, you deal with a uh, old-time gardener. Uh, they were taught, and they put rocks in the bottom. They would say, for drainage. You're paying you're paying for all that space, yeah. and you're filling it with neutral Wrong. material, yeah. <laughs> and uh, But I was thinking of something that would uh, take up that space. Some people use styrofoam huh. in the base of that, the bottom of that, to take up some space. Hey, we are out of time, so we're going to say goodbye for today. We're back tomorrow, so uh, you be sure to listen and call us with your gardening questions on behalf of uh, the Docs. Thank you for uh, being a part of the show and listening on they have the docs, too. Thanks to Al. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.